listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. I think there's three big warning signs for the Suns. Number one, lose adjustments. We're seeing it looks like the beginning of them. It looks like they're working. And if the last two series are any indication, that's advantage Clippers. Number two, Chris Paul. Uh, the Boston Celtics t- uh, Tatum talked about feeling short of breath and physically affected by his COVID um, illness the entire rest of the season. Yeah. Now we can say, oh, he put up 50. I don't know. I'm just going by what he said. And do we really know Jonas? And we don't. But I'm saying there's a real material chance that Chris Paul won't be 100% for the you know rest of the, uh, this round. Seems reasonable. I'm not saying I'm predicting it. I'm saying it's a question mark that only can go to the negative. Meaning kind of people thought Chris Paul comes back. He's going to be fine. I, and it could be a coincidence, but it's possible we'll see a compromised version of him for multiple games to go. Would you agree that's very possible? Yeah, no, and I think it's fair, especially the Jason Tatum point where he brought that up, you know, later on in the season where he just felt like he was like he had never used, from my understanding, um, you know, uh, what they use for asthma. Inhaler. And, and the, yeah, he'd never used an inhaler at, at any point in his life. And he started using one after his his, you know, dealing with COVID. And so I think the next game is going to tell us a lot because I think that's going to tell us whether or not this is a rust issue with Chris Paul in game three or whether or not this has got a long-term effect on him because we'll then have a two-game sample size of what he looks like post-COVID. I agree. That's Jonas Knox. We're straight out of Vegas recapping Clippers over the Suns 2-1 in the series. The third big question, Booker and how he handles the face mask, assuming he keeps wearing it. If he doesn't, he's still got the broken nose. And let's take a minute. I'm, you know, I would say I'm in the top... Uh, 20% of being critical of the athletes. But I can promise you, if I had three broken uh, fractures in my nose, I... (laughs) I don't know. I, I, I guess I could say I'd be out there, but I got to tell you something. I'm not sure. I mean, luckily, knock on wood, I've never had a broken nose, but supposedly it's hard to breathe, right, when you have that. I mean, so the idea that this is, this is some small thing, I mean, if you have a little tweaked ankle, at least a normal person is affected by three, you know, three broken spots on a nose and a mask over your face that you've never worn before. That seems like a factor. Yeah. No, it's like you see this in um, if like a fighter gets a broken nose in a fight, they'll tell you whatever you do, don't blow out of your nose because the immediate reaction is when your nose starts to fill up with blood, they, you know, you want to just get get it out and and just, you know, blow your nose. But they'll tell you, they'll tell you, don't do that because your eyes will swell well shut because oh. you're compromised in your in your nasal cavity up to your eyes so you've seen fighters who have you know accidentally not thinking blow their nose with a broken nose and i mean less than a minute later one of their eyes completely oh. shuts like it, it's 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 a it's a bad situation and i just i can't imagine you know, not only just dealing with a broken nose and the breathing aspect of it, because now you've got to breathe through your mouth the entire time. That's compromised, I would think, the rest of the series. But then the mask, just, you know, having to play with something that you've never played with before. Like, I, he, I, I would not be surprised if he came out with at least, at the very least, a different mask than what he had on because it looked uncomfortable during the game. 
So advantage in the series right now, Phoenix 2-1. But three advantages, at least question marks, that are anti-Phoenix. Ty Lue's adjustments that have been really good in the playoffs. The uh, Booker injury and mask that comes with it. And Chris Paul's illness and him seemingly by the eye test not near 100%, especially in that second half. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Let's check last thing in on the series price. Now, did you see this one or you want to guess this one? Uh, okay, series price 2-1. Um, I'm going to say I'm going to say the Suns are a minus 175. All right, McKenzie, what do we got? Minus 395 for the Suns. Now, let's think about that. Jonas is saying a best bet. Now, let's think about it. So, the take back is what on the Clippers? Plus 330 for the Clippers. So, you were thinking, Jonas, that it was less than $2 coming back. You're getting 330 coming back. I got to be honest. I like it. I like the Clippers here. Yeah, there's a. I mean, you know, there's Suns fans, although might hold a grudge against you because you told them to bet them to win the division. Well, well, well hold on, hold, 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 hold. If you have a thousand plus people at minimum, from what I can see, <laughs> bet a dollar to win twelve dollars, and it wasn't even close. We won so easy, we were laughing at the end. <laughs> You're saying they're mad about that, Jonas? Well, I don't think you you've know, ever met a better before. <laughs> I, I, I think I think they might have adopted you into a, yeah, the no, Suns fan base, uh, but they, now they're finding out the hard truth. They made a mistake. They yeah. made a mistake. <laughs> you, you know they say Danny Age, you know Trader Danny. Well, you yes. know, yeah. Now <laughs> let me add, let's think about this because I may make an improv too bad here. Now, you were making a good point yesterday. All right, You said, all right, now what has Phoenix done to get here? One, they beat a hobbled Lakers team. Now, listen, it's great to beat the Lakers. It's great to beat LeBron. It's great to beat the defending champions. But that wasn't who they beat. You could make that case. Yes, right? They, yes. they beat a shell of that team. LeBron was maybe 80%, and AD wasn't even there uh, for you know after the, what, yeah. the third game. And then... In the next game with Phoenix, they beat a Denver team that just had a war against Portland and had the most dynamic player, or you know, however you want to characterize. Let's just say by far the best wing player they had injured, and uh, having a mental block. The guy doesn't play any defense and had to hurt back uh, for Denver. Michael Porter Jr. Yeah, Michael yeah. Porter Jr. It was whatever he was, he wasn't at his best. And so, and then the advantage Phoenix had in the first three games that we talked about, they haven't really played, you could make the case, uh, on an even playing field yet. Yeah. But that's what, and and even now without Kawhi, it's not going to be that. But boy, I kind of like that bet. And and also Cameron Payne, the backup for Chris Mm -hmm. Paul, who's been fantastic all playoffs long. He suffered the ankle injury in that game last night. I think just a few minutes into the game and never returned. And if, if that's the case, in, in a big-time matchup like this, they haven't announced whether or not he's going to be available for Game 4, but the fact that he missed all but four minutes of that game last night, to me, seems like that could be a problem moving forward as well, too. Plus, here's a guy that it would have been a shocker to say even a month ago that somehow he would be 
a big factor right. at all, right. but he has played well. Yeah. He played well. So it's one thing to play well when Chris Paul's gone because you need that for sure, but now he's back. But if he's hot, if he's limited at all, that step up from him, uh, the backup – that that could have been a big difference, and it's not impossible. But when you're not that good to start with, you take 10% off that because of a tweaked ankle, and that's a problem. So I agree. That's a very great insight. Mackenzie, yeah. uh, we are straight out of Vegas talking with Mackenzie from pregame.com. What's your take on you like the you, you think there's value in the Clippers? Yeah, just listening to your guys' conversation convinced me much more than I was at the beginning of this show. So, so go. what's your number one case against it? I think that they got three guards and they're all hurt. Booker, Payne, you just mentioned, and that Chris sounds Paul. That's like a had, case for the bat. I'm saying what's yeah. the case against it? I, I don't have a strong one. I'm really, I'm really convinced by what you guys are talking about. Okay, so what is the game four line? Same as the game three line. The Suns are a one point favorite right now. Okay, so Jonas, what we're saying here is the market. Now, let's be clear about this. The Suns have lost, uh, or the Clippers have lost a big advantage, though it wasn't actually an advantage to them. The game three down 0-2, home crowd, first half, that advantage is no longer there. So you could say, what, no adjustment at all? But the, the, the fact that the line hasn't gotten worse for the Clippers, even though they won, says that they are making you know a significant adjustment uh, in favor of of the, uh, you know, upgrading the Clippers, but still they're saying that this Phoenix team is three, three and a half points better than the Clippers. Uh, So if I said neutral court one game, that probably feels about right. So I guess the question is, what's the trend line here? I I think, do you love game four? I mean, I I think the Suns are in a tough spot. I I mean, let's just call it what it is. Their best player is Devin Booker, clearly not 100%, clearly compromised because of of the issue he's got. Um, Chris Paul, um, we're not quite sure that's up in the air, whether or not he's going to suffer long-term effects from COVID or that was just a fatigue issue. But at the very least, you're going to have to rely on him more than you had to because his backup is now dealing with an ankle injury that cost him Mm -hmm. to miss, you know, all but four minutes of game three. I don't know how you you come away from game three with all of that added into the mix and say, yeah, no, I still feel confident and the Suns are going to get it done on the road. That's I, Jonas, I just don't see it. That's Jonas Stonks. I'm RJ Bill. We are straight out of Vegas. Okay, so let's think about this one more angle. If Kawhi was playing, uh, Kawhi playoffs, I'm going to say four and a half. What do you got, McKenzie? Four and a half points got- of, of value for Kawhi. I got six points when he went out. How cl- how the Clippers have been playing? Uh, no, 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 I got to no, downgrade no, that no, no. just because <laughs> how, how well they played. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Uh, dust up around the uh, the uh, equipment, <laughs> please, real quick. Okay, now let's call it five. I'm going to give him a little nod, but six is the the best players of all time. Michael Jordan was worth six. Kawhi was not worth six, but um, let's call it five. All right, so this line would be under that theory, Clippers minus four instead of plus one in game four. That is about right to me. They were, I, I would say with Kawhi, they're a little bit better than Phoenix. So it's telling me that Kawhi's being priced properly being out. And that, you know what else that tells me? That the Suns being a, a point and a half or so, a little bit below a full strength Clippers, is assuming 
that they are full strength. So the fact that we have those, the Booker question, we have the Ty Lu factor later in the series, and we have the Chris Paul question, it seems like none of that is really being priced properly into here. So we're going to do it, Jonas. An impromptu <laughs> best bet. And these babies have been deadly good, deadly for the bookie. And so the reasonable number for us is plus 330, McKenzie? That's right. That's to win the series. Clippers, 100 wins you 330. You co-signing, Jonas? Uh, I'm afraid to say yes because so, I don't want yeah, to be you know, actually, yeah. be, No, RJ, I hate it. I hate that, the pick. I would go the other way. You can contemplate all the reasons you hate it. Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. So, Jason Kidd, what's your take? Um, I don't. I mean, Jason Kidd, the last time out, I think was at Milwaukee, was his last head coaching stop. Um, it didn't seem to, to go very well. Um, there was questions about, you know, the handling of, of a star player. I just, I wonder if Dallas has put themselves in a tough spot because it's clear that this early into his career, Luke is pulling the strings. Oh, that's, yeah. that's, that's why Rick Carlisle's out. That's why, and I don't know that, that we've seen a player this early into his career have this much much power even LeBron it didn't feel like early on he had as much power within the organization no as Luca does and you know there's talks that he didn't get along with Christoph Porzingis um you know obviously the, the Rick Carlisle stuff is there and and I just don't know if they're if they're entering down a, a, a pretty dangerous path when it comes to him but here's the question if they truly have that power to not acknowledge it is more dangerous and listen this is we're moving on three years this fall for the show and at the very beginning probably the main theme i'd say that was kind of different was me saying where does it end if if zeke can go to cabo and get this deal where does it end yeah and to me what we now see is it's not gonna end for a while meaning that you can have three years left on your deal you can have what, what's gonna happen the guy just says no like a like a kid you say clean up your room nah Clean your room. No, no, no. Like, what do you do? You really, I mean, because, again, the bounce them against the wall uh, option isn't there at this point. Uh, But, you know, uh, I'm not going to get in a child rear because it's not my specialty. (laughs) But I'm saying I know I would have got bounced against the wall, but it was, you know, it's been a while. (laughs) But, But the fact of the matter is, in the analogy here, is these players, there's really no comeuppance. And I think David Stern, I, I think the underrated part of this is silver in for Stern and yep. silver being so accommodating to the players. And Stern always was more about the league, and the players respected that because the bigger the league got, the bigger they got. Here it feels like it's it's more millennial kind of driven with the emphasis on the, the individual players getting what they want. And maybe it's going to work out, but boy, it seems like if you're Mark Cuban – should you really have, you know, you know, he's on record saying, I, I mean, it was, you know, 
in a jovial way that if Luca wanted to spend a night with his wife, that that was uh, that was on the table. I mean, he yeah. was he was joking about it, but I mean, the fact you even your mind goes there, <laughs> that's not a good thing. If you're a billionaire, <laughs> it feels like you shouldn't have to be like you know offering up even in a joke your wife to a 22 year old. Yeah, no, that seems that seems a little bit bizarre. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that probably wouldn't be my go-to. Right out of Vegas! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. <laughs> 